Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Management Minute Home Team Podcast, the daily podcast for those outcasts working at home during this global pandemic. This podcast is a service of the MBA program in the John M. Huntsman School of Business at Utah State University. Our goal for this podcast is to make working at home work for you. My name is Scott Hammond. I'm a professor of management, a consultant, and an author. And I've been working at home for five years, and honestly, I love it. Since work has changed for all of us, this podcast is aimed at providing good ideas about how to keep your working team working at home. In this podcast, we're going to talk about three things, place, purpose, and people. Do you have the right kind of place? Are you focused on purpose? Are you connecting with the right kind of people? Let's start with the first one, place first. You know, I'm not a very organized person. Um, I have a hard time getting organized. My desk looks really messy. That just doesn't work when you work at home. You really have to clean up and have a very organized space to work at home, particularly when others are coming through your work area. They might disrupt it, or you might think that they disrupt it. They borrowed that pencil, that pen that they got on your computer and used it or something. And so keep it very clean, very organized, and your dedicated space. That's a hard thing for me to do, but it's an important thing to do. I mean, you might have to make a few trips to Staples or other places to get that done, but it's very important to have that organized space. Then the second thing you have to do is really make sure that it can be isolated when needed. Uh, some of you may have seen uh, 300, uh, not 300, but 30 million people saw a really funny YouTube a while ago, a few years ago, a BBC correspondent doing a serious report from China and their kids come into the bedroom behind and you realize that this reporter is reporting from their own bedroom. You know, sometimes you just have to isolate yourself and find a place where you really can be uninterrupted, away from media, too. I have to make sure that my media is turned off so that I don't sort of gravitate towards looking at the media and looking at other distractions. Another thing is it has to be aesthetic. For me, aesthetic means green. I need to be near an open window. I need to be able to see nature. I need to have natural light. And sometimes that means that I need to just pick up my laptop and go work outside. Every once in a while, I'll go work at a picnic table in a park, but I have to have that green, that outside, that outdoor feeling, or I don't work well. One of my friends is working in his basement. He set up a workspace in his basement, but it's all concrete down there. It's the only place he could isolate. And so it's not a very nice place to be. And so he took a big picture, a big poster of Mount Fuji, and put it right in front of his computer so he could see, at least pretend to see, the outdoors. The fourth thing is you really need the right equipment. And the right equipment's sometimes kind of hard, right? It's just hard to get all of that duplicated, all of those cool things you have at work that make work work at home. But you have to have that. And so sometimes that means going and buying some things. Sometimes that means going and raiding your work office and bringing some things home. But make sure you have the right equipment there. 
finally, when you, if you have to turn your bedroom into an office or some important room in your house that's used for other things into an office for a while, you have to make some rules with your family and seal that room off for specific times, like nine o'clock in the morning or, you know, this becomes my office till six o'clock at night kind of a thing. That's hard and that requires some negotiation and some input. But some of us live in environments where we have to have um, spaces that are duplicate used and used in duplicate ways. And so, you know, you just have to make those negotiations with the people you work with. Now let me move on to the idea of purpose. Purpose is why we do things. Purpose is at the heart of what you do. It's not the money that you work for. It's the why you work and why you love your job. Focusing on that purpose every day is so important because you don't get that socially anymore. I was in a company the other day where there were signs all over the walls. This was a healthcare company, and, and they had pictures of patients being served all over the walls, and it reminded everyone of their purpose. And socially, they were continually reminding each other of their purpose, but you won't have that at home. And so you have to do that for yourself. You have to remind yourself why you are doing what you are doing. And so... Find the target of your business, the why of your business, and immerse yourself somehow in that every day. That might mean talking to some customers. It might mean talking to your colleagues. But do something that will help remind you of that purpose. The great Fred Rogers, um, he said, look for helpers. When you're in a, we're in a difficult situation like we're in today, look for the people who are helping. I, I would go one step further and say be a helper. Try to find people you can help every day, and that will help you focus on your purpose, and that will help you get through a difficult time. So be a helper. Be the one that reaches out. I saw the other day um, a situation at Costco that was both difficult and thrilling. Um, The difficult part was that people were just behaving like I could not believe. I've never seen this before. They were pushing their carts into the store quickly. They were. I got hit several times, and no one excused themselves. Uh, they were trying to get to the products that they thought were in shortage. Um, they were complaining to, to uh, Costco workers. I talked to the store manager, and he looked like he had just gone through eight hours of hell, and he probably had. I told him his team was doing really, really well, but I also told him about something that I saw in the frozen food aisle that was really cool. I came around the corner from the stressful environment where people are hoarding and grabbing and pulling and tugging. I'm just there to get dog food, you know. And and I came around the corner into the frozen food section. And there was a young man who was restocking the shelves with his Costco shirt on. And he was singing. Now, he was not a good singer. But that didn't matter. That song that he was singing created kind of a stress bubble. And you could go hide in that bubble and be protected from all of that stress. And I thought that was incredible. That was an incredible focus on purpose. So learn a way to sing at work. Find a way to get rid of the fear by singing at work. I've learned through my experience in search and rescue that fear is the single most toxic thing that we can experience in life. And so follow the admonition of being not afraid. I've seen people, strong people in the wilderness that we've tried to help, who were overcome by fear, and that fear is really what killed them. And so, be not afraid. Business is disrupted, but the basics of business are still there. We still have our work. We still have our rewards. We still have our families. 
and joy is still in place. And so find those things. Finally, the third thing I want to talk about today are people and connections. Make sure that you can communicate with everyone. Maintain your customers and your colleagues. And that means sometimes installing the right software and installing the right hardware. But it also means that you have to make the effort to reach out to them all. I'm on somebody's list right now. A friend of mine said, I'm going to call you every day, every day for the next little while and make sure that you're doing okay. Now, I don't need him to call every day. But the fact that I know that he cares enough to do that is tremendous. It really helps a lot. So be that one. Be that person who calls every day. Over-communicate in this time. It's better to over-communicate than it is to under-communicate and be in a position to do that. The other thing that's going to hurt us a lot and hurt work environments a lot is if we don't keep our informal networks alive. Those are the things that we really love, the people we go to lunch with, the people that we hang out with on break, the people we play ping pong with. One group I know of out in Daybreak is uh, getting together every once a week at a, at a park. They're going to keep their social distance, and they're going to sit in this park area six feet apart and just talk to each other and maybe text each other, but they want to be in the same space together and remind each other about who they are and why they like each other. Keep those informal networks alive and find ways to do that. Our world has changed. Our work has changed. We have changed. And we're going to be better for it. This could be our finest hour. I don't believe that this is going to be dark and darkness. I think it's going to be our finest hour. Each of our daily podcasts is designed to support you and your work at home. And we'd love to hear from you. What's working? What's not working? Where do you need some help? Please email me with any suggestions or ideas. My email address is scott.hammond at usu.edu. That's scott.hammond at usu.edu. This podcast is a service of the MBA program in the John M. Huntsman School of Business at Utah State University. In a changing business world, one investment that's sure to pay big returns is education. Consider an online MBA in the Huntsman School. That's where I teach, and I love teaching that way. You can work at home and grow anywhere. I'm Scott Hammond. I hope to see you in one of our classes.